You're listening to the Technically Confident Podcast with me, your host, Charlotte Fuller. This is the podcast for the ambitious woman in tech who wants more and is willing to do what it takes to make it happen. I'm going to give you all of the tips, methods, and strategies you need to remove self-doubt, get over your fears, and build the confidence you need to live the life of your dreams and reach your highest potential. So strap in, enjoy the ride, and let's go get you everything that you deserve. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Technically Confident podcast. So today I'm here with Alex Wagner. So Alex is an experienced entrepreneur and is the founder of Flow Growth. So Flow Growth is an all-in-one SaaS platform. It's a client acquisition system using AI to get you leads, which is pretty great. We all want that. Um, Alex is here today to talk to us a little bit about her journey um, as an entrepreneur and as a female founder who is building and growing a SaaS platform and talk to us a little bit about what her journey has been like. So thank you so much for joining us, Alex. We're really, really excited to have you here. The first thing... Thank you for having me on, first of all. It's an absolute pleasure. Absolute pleasure. So the first thing, Alex, that I wanted to chat to you about is tell us a little bit about you and your background and what led you to building your own SaaS platform. It's no small thing. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I I would be lying if I said this was a strategic plan that I had. You know, in fact, uh, I am based out of Nashville, Tennessee. I live in the Franklin, Tennessee area. And I've been an insurance agency owner for the last six years. Mm-hmm. And when I found SaaS, I was actually trying to solve a current lead flow problem in my insurance agency. Okay. And I decided to jump in and, um, you know, start generating my own leads, learn the process, went through some courses for that. And Mm -hmm. um, then, of course, when you get the lead from Facebook, you need a place to put the lead. And Mm -hmm. you need a place to nurture your clients and be able to communicate with them right away. And so I found the importance of that and um, found a, you know, opportunity really to build a platform that I could leverage and I could leverage every lever of the platform. So I jumped in and honestly, Charlotte, I, uh, For 48 hours, I jumped in and didn't stop working and building this platform. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had no idea, really, as I was building this, that there was an opportunity to help other people with what I had just built. And so that was the coolest part to me, Um, actually jumping into the industry by Mm -hmm. solving a problem that I had in a different industry. And what I found, Charlotte, was that this tech side of me had been dead for a long Mm -hmm. time, you know? And and I, uh, (laughs) yeah, you know, I was always, this is kind of funny if you're a 90s kid, I was always (laughs) the girl who was mixing her friend's CDs. I had the latest cell phone you know, always the latest music, just a technology nerd. Mm -hmm. And nobody would know that uh, just by looking at me or kind of judging the book by its cover. But 
I actually looked at my SaaS business like building Legos. And Mm. there's something about putting every part and piece together. And when it functions, like there's nothing better. There's nothing better to look back at something that you've had your hand in, putting together every brick, building Mm -hmm. your business brick by brick, and then you're able to see the power of what it can do, not only for yourself, which is what I saw, but what it can do for thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of other people who are in your same shoes. So that's -hmm. really where I found myself uh, about, gosh, Charlotte, it was, I want to say March, Mm -hmm. um, where I jumped in. And actually, I'm sorry, it was... May uh, that I jumped in and um, really just dove right in and haven't looked back since. Okay, right. I have questions. (laughs) I'm sure you have questions. I'm sure you have questions. This is a unique kind of way to enter into the industry. Okay, cool. Right. This is where we're starting. It's not where I expected it to head, but I'm absolutely loving it. Okay. So Alex, you built this yourself. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Did you have any sort of, how did you go about doing that? What, what were some of the things, how, how did you do it essentially? What was, where did you go? How did you get started? What did that look like for you? Yeah. So I had played around with a couple different CRMs like Pipedrive, mm-hmm. Salesforce. Um, gosh, uh, there were so many. Uh, honestly, I would jump on get a free trial, build out Mm -hmm. whatever there was. And I was always disappointed. Mm. Uh, There wasn't every feature that I really needed for my specific business at that time. This is typical often with off-the-shelf products, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. So I decided that, you know, I found a platform where I could just really jump in and see for myself. In fact, that's what I did. I, I did the same process, got the free trial, went to work on building it out, which is why I spent those first 48 hours so in-depth and mm-hmm. so focused on building this because I wanted to see if this was an opportunity and a solution to solve my current problem. Mm-hmm. And I needed that quickly. I didn't have time to wait. And so my back was up against the wall on figuring out, is this the right solution? Mm -hmm. And in fact, it was. It was. And so um, for me, building this out has really just looked like one step at a time. Mm. Because you can't eat the whole elephant in one bite. We've all heard that, right? (laughs) And I recognize that this was a new industry I had just come from building an insurance agency from the ground up. And, you know, the reality is I would be, you know, lying a little bit if I told you I didn't have fear. Of -hmm. course there was fear. Um, But I knew that this was an opportunity that was in alignment with where I wanted to go in my life. And it had the opportunities that I wanted to have in terms of work-life balance. And I think that gets thrown around a lot. So let me, hmm. let me clarify yeah, 
Talk what to us a little I bit mean, more about that. Yeah. Yeah. Let me clarify what I mean about that. For me, work-life balance isn't about being on vacation all the time. If I'm in alignment with my purpose and I'm moving in the direction that I'm supposed to be headed for my life with the the passion, the gifts Mm -hmm. that are inside of me, then I can move one step at a time and feel confident. I can move one step at a time and know that I'm going to arrive to the destination. I don't need to try to shortcut or um, doubt. And Mm. I think doubt is the key. When, When doubt creeps in, it is going to prolong your journey, right? And I've decided, you know, in this particular season, as I'm building this business, doubt crept in last time. Yeah. And I've made a firm decision that this is where I'm supposed to be. And I have never felt more passionate. So for those of you out there, that's a sign that you're headed in the right direction. When you can spend hours working on something and it doesn't feel like work, yes, it may be taxing, right? It may be taxing to the mind, but you feel fulfilled when you're done. And that's really where I found myself. I love that. And I absolutely love that firm decision that you've just said, no, like I'm not, I'm not doing the doubt side of things anymore. And like, I think there's such power in that decision, isn't there? Because it's, it's, we can say things as much as we want, right? We can say, oh, I'm not going to worry about it, or I'm not going to think about it and all that good stuff. But once you really decide and cut off any other option, then it really just, I think from my perspective, when I do that, it gives me this sense of freedom to just move forward openly and just to go for it. And it sounds definitely sounds like that's what you've been doing. Uh, absolutely. I mean, it, it actually gives you the opportunity to step into your destiny, right? 100%. Because that doubt will stand in your way and hold you back 100% of the time. And mm-hmm. I'm saying this from a, you know, previous insecure leader, I'm saying Mm -hmm. this from a place of this has been something that I've actually had to do the hard work on to make a decision to keep the promises to myself, to raise my self-confidence. So now I believe I'm capable of pretty much anything that I run up against. Now I may have to grow, right? Mm-hmm. There's humility there. Yeah. <laughs> like, there there has to do. be. That's the thing. Exactly. Always, isn't it? Never stops. <laughs> it never stops. And you have to be humble. I think that's what mm-hmm. I've, I've really tried to embrace as a mindset of, man, I'm really new in this mm-hmm. industry and I don't know what I don't know. And so I've learned, I've spent time developing myself, not only as a person, mm-hmm. but within this industry, learning, right. right? Educating myself, learning the language, learning the proper way to set things up technically and learning how to talk to people. That's mm. the biggest, uh, like growth area I've found is this is a new industry and I'm learning how to talk to my clients or potential clients about this. Mm. Um, 
and okay. how to how to really dial in my offer because I think that's a huge thing in this industry. If you have a wide net offer, um, you know, a come one, come all approach, like I decided I would have. I mm-hmm. think everyone makes that decision in the beginning um, <laughs> until you realize you really need to have a niche for your product mm. and and really clarify who you're targeting, who your target customer is, and and what they look like. What do they care about? How do they think? Yeah. Um, and so those are some of the challenges that I've run up against here. Um, in the very beginning is really clarifying that avatar that I'm going mm-hmm. after and also not being so technical about, you know, the software and, you know, its capabilities and how this is going to help a business owner. So people want to know how it's going to help them in their day to day. They don't really care yeah. what tools you use to build the mm-hmm. house, right? hundred percent, hundred percent. And actually that rings so, so true with me. It's something that I say a lot. And actually I remember when I worked in corporate, um, I used to say that to people all the time. So I worked on, on the, the client side, on, um, the advisory side, and I used to deal with, you know, all the techies all the time, yeah. <laughs> but like, um, and they, I'd be like, I don't care about your features. No one cares. Right. <laughs> what is it going to do for me? What, what is it going to do for people? And I think exactly. we always need to bring it back for that, especially like if we are people who are building solutions like us, like yourself, we can get caught up in all of that, the minutiae and the technical aspects when really, like you said, people aren't bothered about that. We need to flip from being, have two hats essentially. We need our yes. developer or product owner hat on, whichever, whoever you are, or even, you know, business owner hat on to then being, okay, now I need to put my marketer hat on and sales hat on. And those are two very, very different skill sets. But I'd be interested, Alex, on that. From the skills that you took from being an entrepreneur previously in the insurance industry, what Mm -hmm. would you say are the most transferable skills that you've been able to take with you? You know, most of them, right? Mm -hmm. I I think outside of just the technical side of things, developing the platform, this is very much the same. We're in the people business. We Mm. just happen to sell software as a service to to other businesses, entrepreneurs, you know, other people who need our help. And so Mm -hmm. everything from the leadership aspect to working with people, building an agency. I'm in the very beginning stages of doing that again. And the same principles apply, right? They are business principles. Um, And it's people over profit for me. You know, Mm -hmm. relationships are so important. And that's something that I really value in my company. Anybody I choose to partner with, it's a partnership. Uh, It is not just a transactional approach. So I really try to to actually have a relationship with my clients. But I would say in in terms of, you know, hiring business operations, uh, sales, Mm -hmm. um, you know, leadership, personal development, 
to me, all of the things actually transferred extremely well, which is why, uh, you know, it was actually a pretty fast transition for me to jump into this and really get started and build my, my platform, but also build my business, Charlotte, because it's not just about the platform. Oh yeah. You know, you, you <laughs> yeah. build it, right? I, I think some of us, girl, I was like this. I was mm-hmm. like, you know, if I build this, they will come. <laughs> like the people will be knocking yeah. on my door, right? And and that is just not the case. Mm-hmm. You actually have to build a legitimate business and yeah. market and yes. and have a sales team and so that's really where i'm headed and and focused on growing and scaling my business because i'm not just making decisions for today i'm making decisions for 90 days 120 days a year from now down the road how do i want my business to look right mm. and and i need to take that i need to begin with the end in mind so that i can target the right clientele so that I can price effectively to where my, you know, I'm bringing value, but I'm also able to be profitable in my business. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you, from my perspective, you couldn't have said it any better. You know, I think that is the number one message that we, we preach to people is that please, please, please do not build something without considering firstly, is this right for your customers? Like, is this something that people want in the marketplace and testing that? And secondly, without a comprehensive business strategy around it and sales strategy, because so many SaaS platform owners, I get my words out, will (laughs) (laughs) um, build something and then can't sell it. And that's tragic. It's absolutely heartbreaking to see that. So Absolutely. So Alex, from your perspective, what, what are some of the challenges that you face so far in your, your little but lovely SaaS journey so far? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's been a short time, but it's been a really good time. It's been mm-hmm. a really rich time uh, in terms of growing. And I use that word a lot because I really don't believe in failure. You mm-hmm. either win or you grow. Yeah. Right. And and so there are definitely things. Um, you know, there are moments, Charlotte, I remember in the beginning where, you know, you you think you've done it right on the technical side. You mm-hmm. think you've just built out this beautiful little workflow or beautiful new feature, and then it doesn't work. Yeah. Right. Or, you know, then you, you get that one working and then something else technical happens. And so Mm -hmm. that's what I'm realizing. Uh, I think for me, the challenge and also the opportunity has been patience, Mm, patience, because anything worth building is going to take time. Right. And, and for me, I'm not a very patient person. (laughs) And so the tech side has caused me to become very patient. Yeah. Um, Because if you're overwhelmed all the time, 
that is going to be, you know, transposed over to your clients or, you know, in your marketing, nobody's going to want to work with you if you're kind of in that state. So I've recognized my rhythm. I think it took me a minute to find my rhythm Mm -hmm. of my schedule, which I think is so important, especially as you're getting started. You need to have a schedule working, working for yourself. Mm -hmm. You need to be a good CEO where you would hire yourself again at the end of the week, right? Where you put in the effort and the time. And so Mm -hmm. I take those things into consideration, but I would say the biggest challenge for me, um, has mentally been making the transition from being in one industry for six years mm-hmm. and knowing that like the back of my hand yeah. to kind of stepping on this field. And Charlotte, I, I'm, I know you can't tell I'm sitting <laughs> down, but I'm six foot one. And so okay. I, I used to play a lot of sports, mm-hmm. played a lot of basketball. And so I'm very competitive. And so right. stepping on a new field and not being good does not feel good. <laughs> Yeah, I understand. Yeah. So embracing that and leaning into that feeling Mm -hmm. of, hey, this is temporary, right? This is as bad as you'll ever be at this. And you're going to learn and grow and get better over time by investing the time that it takes to win. And for those of you out there who are just getting started, it takes time. It Mm. takes time for you to see results and for you to feel like you're making progress. For a minute, you know, I felt great about making big leaps and bounds of progress on the tech side. Right. And then I felt kind of bogged down when I realized, wow, okay, operationally, I've got to really solidify my company Mm -hmm. and, you know, my values, what I what I really want my company to be about yeah. and how I want to operate this thing. And so that is not my skill set. I am mm-hmm. going to just be totally transparent on this podcast. I am not an ad an administrative type person. Yeah. Operations is is not my lane, but you learn and you grow. And so um recognizing that you know, with all of the pieces tied together, the thing runs really smoothly mm-hmm. um, because every piece matters and every conversation matters. So um, as I'm learning on a training or as I'm diving into YouTube, even, I mean, I've spent so many hours <laughs> learning from other people like mm-hmm. yourself who are just further down the road than I am. Mm. Um and it's it's paid off. So take the time to grow yourself in the beginning stages and develop yourself in terms of the industry knowledge uh, from other people like Charlotte, other people um, you know who are in the industry who have been here, who are successful, and who know the challenges. Because definitely, folks have shared things uh, just like I'm doing today on this podcast mm. with you that have helped my journey so far. So I'm grateful for people who are putting out content around, uh, you know, the SaaS industry, just like yourself. 
Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's, it's amazing to hear that. And thank you personally (laughs) for for everyone else. Um, But also, yeah, I mean, I think that's the number one thing, isn't it? When you're getting started with something, you just need to absorb absolutely everything that you can and just embrace that learning journey. It's super, super important. And by doing that, like you said, you'll just, you'll just pick up so much. You'll, and it, so you'll, much. you'll move so quickly. Yeah. Okay, Alex, I, I have a question for you. What's, what's next for flow growth? And my question to you is, are you going to stay in the development seat? Because you're <laughs> quite like, you're an interesting, um, I don't want to use the word use case. It's good. That's so technical. <laughs> Right, um, example for me, right? Model of of a SaaS owner because most folks aren't uh, aren't people driven, uh, people oriented as well as technical driven. So right, so you generally get one of two people, right? You either get someone who is um, very business orientated, perhaps they already have their own business, who's looking to build out a SaaS platform that complements that, for example, or they have experience in business. Or you have someone who is a is a developer by trade as such, and you know tends to, for want of a better word, lack on some of the business skills and needs more help right. on that side of things. Right. So you are this unicorn right now. So what? <laughs> well, thank you. What are you gonna do? <laughs> I actually love it because my friend group. This is a off-topic tangent, mm-hmm. but they did throw me a 26-year-old unicorn birthday party nice. here in Nashville. So you calling me a unicorn fitting. brings me <laughs> back and yeah. very fitting. Um, you know, what's next for me is really learning um, the client journey, mm. right? Because to me, it's about a relationship. Like I mentioned before, it's not about um, just a bunch of transactions to me because I, I truly care to see other businesses thrive yeah. and regain their business flow so that they can reclaim their life flow. Mm. What does that mean? It means a, a business owner or entrepreneur gets their time back. Yeah. Saving time is just so invaluable. And so uh, to me, I don't see myself in the developer seat uh, mm-hmm. for very long. I, I actually believe that is one of the first uh, hires that I'll be making yeah. in my business. And um, I really see myself operating as more of a, um, you know, organizational leader in terms of a sales team in terms of, you know, just really, I want to grow this thing Mm -hmm. uh, pretty big and have some pretty big goals and dreams and systems to get to those goals. So I won't be in the the development seat for very long, (laughs) (laughs) you know, little sneak peek into the future, but you know, it's been awesome because what I've truly learned Mm. is the structure, the framework, the bones of the business, how this platform actually functions because Mm -hmm. I've built it. And there's something to be said about that when um, you're out there talking with potential new clients 
there's confidence, right? You understand the capability and, and have confidence in that. Um, and so, you know, I see myself right now working with some partnerships to, um, partner with some local small businesses, uh, -hmm. and then scaling in size to, you know, larger businesses and really kind of taking this thing to a pretty big level. So excited about it. Um, and you know, it, it's new is what I'll say. Yeah. We're, we're a very new company. Um, but I can't wait to see how we grow and who we help. That's the most important thing to me because Charlotte, the reason I started this company was to get my own time back. Mm. The reason I started this company was I didn't want to be tied to my business 24 seven. Yeah. I, I really wanted to have a better way to generate clients, qualified clients that I could get in front of so that I could spend less time during the week and ultimately become more profitable. So my goal is, is really to help other people see that perspective of life and business and help them experience that because there is a better way. You don't have to be part of this hustle grind addiction uh, like I was. Mm. And you can truly live in alignment with your life and watch your business flow and your life flow um, come back to you when you're leveraging our platform. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. And I'm certainly sure just based on the conversation that we've had today that you will have no issues at all getting to where you want to get (laughs) to. thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Alex, where can people find out more about you? Absolutely. Uh, You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Alex G. Wagoner. Last name is W-A-G-G-O-N-E-R. You can find us at flowgrowth dot com f l o growth dot com and then we've also got a merch store on there where you can shop for some sweet streetwear uh, that <laughs> we just dropped so nice connect with me good stuff awesome and we'll put all of that in the show notes for you as well cool um alex thank you so much for joining us today it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you and i wish you all the very best with slow growth Thank you so much, Charlotte, for having me on. It's been an absolute pleasure to be on your show and uh, can't wait to connect with you again. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the Technically Confident Podcast with me, your host, Charlotte Fuller. If you'd like to get your hands on my incredible and absolutely free 100 resources to empower women in tech guide, which by the way, is packed to the brim with all of the top networks, events, podcasts and books, oh, and influencers you need to follow right now, then all you need to do is go to charlottefuller.com and click the link at the top of the page. Or you can just use the link in the show notes. Super, super simple. I look forward to seeing you next time. All my love and confidence, Charlotte.